0: and in the compound, if the Yanks were right, was the slippery fucker who'd evaded capture ever since 9-11. In the endless briefings that had preceded this op, the CIA operatives had insisted on calling him Geronimo, or the Pacer, or, if they were feeling cocksure and sarcastic, the Director, the Lion, the Sheikh al-Mujahid. The rest of the world, of course, knew him by his real name— Joe, Ricky and the others were part of a specialist cell from the newly formed E-Squadron, the highest vetted and best trained the SAS had to offer. The American crew that had put them on the ground in Pakistan didn't know what they were up to. Fuck-ups aside, nobody would ever know they were here. No acknowledgments, no backslaps. That suited them just fine. In Joe's opinion, the doctor was the weak link in the chain. The photograph of him that Joe had studied was burned into his brain—a thin man with a goatee beard, a protruding Adam's apple, and round, steel-rimmed glasses. The doctor was a long-time resident of Abbottabad, who had been dishing out free vaccinations to the population over the past several months, and the jabs were just a cover. Every time the doctor administered a vaccination, he took a swab of the patient's cheek Nobody seriously expected Geronimo himself to take advantage of the medicine on offer, but if he had family members around him, there was a chance of some of their DNA making it onto one of the swabs and giving the CIA confirmation of their suspicions. Joe checked his watch. 0037. A crackling sound in his earpiece. He found himself holding his breath. Nothing. For a few seconds he thought it was just interference— Then a voice. Sierra Foxtrot 5, this is zero. Operation Geronimo is go. Repeat, Operation Geronimo is go. Joe and Ricky exchanged a look before Joe twice tapped the comms unit strapped to his ops vest, wordlessly acknowledging this latest communication. They knew what it meant. The still night air was about to be broken. War on terror. Damn right. 14.33 hours, Eastern Standard Time. We've breached Pakistani airspace, Mr. President. ETA, 27 minutes. The President looks across the table. For a moment, Todd thinks he's looking at him, but then he realises he's turned his attention to the small, jowly man in an elegant brown suit. Todd knows that his name is Mason Delaney, and that he's high up in the complicated hierarchy of the CIA. Feeling confident, Mason? I feel 87% confident, Mr. President. Delaney's voice is high-pitched and nasal, almost girly. Todd notices Sagan's face darken as he speaks. This military man clearly has very little time for such an effete individual, and when Delaney catches Sagan's expression, he widens his eyes provocatively. What is your estimate of success, Herb? Sagan's annoyance visibly increases, but this operation is Mason Delaney's baby, and everybody in the room knows it. He takes a deep breath and appears to calm himself. EDA, twenty-six minutes, Mr. President. Twenty-six minutes and counting. Abbottabad, 0053 hours. Joe had eyes on the two metal security gates that formed the compound's only entrance, distance twenty-five metres to the southwest across the single-track road. He kept the night sight to his eyes. It could only take a second for somebody to slip in and out of that place, and he didn't intend to miss that if it happened. There was more squeaking from the man bound to the chair. Joe felt himself start. When he looked over his shoulder, his mate was already storming over to their prisoner. "'Ricky!' Ricky was drawing his knife. Fucking hell, mate, what's the matter with you? No answer. Ricky picked up the roll of packing tape that was lying by the chair and wrapped even more of it round the man's head. The noise stopped. But now the man clearly couldn't breathe, and his body started shaking more violently. Ricky gave it ten seconds, then carefully punctured the tape covering the nostrils with the point of his blade. Movement. Joe held up one hand to indicate that he'd seen something. Two figures had just wandered into Joe's field of view. What is it? Ricky asked, his voice almost silent. Couple of kids necking. We're on for a live show if Romeo gets his way. Joe checked the time. Zero zero fifty nine.